Hi everyone, welcome to the PlayStation Access podcast, where the end of 2022 can mean only one thing. It's time for our Game of the Year picks. Join us for our big name winners, our indie shoutouts, and some categories that we just made up for fun, all approved by Sublime herself. You'll see what I mean. Right, let's dive into the Game of the Year celebrations then. Enjoy! Hello everybody and welcome to the PlayStation Access Podcast, the official podcast of PlayStation UK, where we are here getting closer to the end of the year, so we're going to be talking about our favourite games, aka the games of the year. Mm. Oh boy. It's the official ranking everyone's been waiting for, let me tell you. We've had the Game Awards, we've had the Golden Joysticks, none of that matters. No. Now it's PlayStation this Access it. podcast light chat. Yeah, that's, that's, <laughs> that's the right, awards yeah. that really matter. Extremely light. But who are we? I hear you cry in the distance, but, uh, in my imagination, because surely you've been watching so much now, you know all of our names. Uh, but I have prepared a collection of of names that are puns to do with being the best. So, oh, oh, cool. oh I was gonna, I was wondering what angle you take with Just this. Dave. No. Oh, that was going to be my joke about me. Is it, so I, thanks for ruining that. <laughs> Damn, that really wasn't was the best. An, it was an obvious joke, I guess. If you both thought of it, Whoa, so it's no, probably a good idea. This not coming Quick, out. Change Rob's name. Change <laughs> yeah. Rob's name. Rubbish. Well, I thought. I, I also thought. Hey, that's a pretty lame joke to do. So I came up with a name for myself. Okay, oh, okay. Here we go. Damn, it's, just me then. Yeah, <laughs> which is Smashly. Like it's a smash. <laughs> Very good. That's that what my good, friends actually. call me when I have a drink as well. But <laughs> <laughs> it's Smashly. Uh, and we've got Hirozi. Oh, very nice. Yeah. Oh, that's that works. nice. I like yeah, that, that one. Works. Yeah. Uh, Dave Ritt. Oh, oh, everyone's favourite. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> nice. Fan favourite. Thank you. Yeah, yeah, I have that. And Rob, yours is my favourite because mm-hmm. it, it was a bit silly because I struggled with Rob. Um, so it's <laughs> it's cream of the crop. He <laughs> <laughs> rises to the top. <laughs> no, I enjoyed that. Thank you. That's better than Brob. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Now you're Crob. I'll take it. We're so. <laughs> <laughs> going slowly down the alphabet. Uh, so for a little preview of what we'll be talking about today, our main feature is all about our game of the year and other favourites from. 2022 that we're going to be discussing lovely gaming stuff i'm excited i'm excited to hear all your guys takes all your positive lovely oh boy takes. yes i'm yes, excited yes. <laughs> Sorry, Rob. Yes, 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 i'm yes. ready yeah uh but then we got comments of the week which are community highlights from the hashtag Pods, 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 Pods. well done everyone then we've got before we go which is a bit of coverage outside of gaming to prove that we are living breathing real people definitely are mm-hmm. but first mm-hmm. i gotta ask the ever pertinent question it comes up every two weeks when we release this podcast what's new what's new Okay, here we are in the what's new section. Isn't that thrilling, everybody? It always is. It is. Yes, Filled it with is. new things. Yeah, it's it's got some new things. I'm going to be honest now. I'm going to be honest to the people that are watching and listening. We're recording this before the Game Awards. We are. Yeah. We are. So if anything mad... we're organised. Yeah. If anything mad and crazy happens, it's Jeff Keighley's fault that we're not talking about <laughs> it. And you may direct all comments to him. So we're talking about it before it happens, but we do know Jeff Keighley has confirmed that we're going to get some Jedi goodness. Yes. Which Dave's been Thursday. talking about a lot. Oh, so. I'm so genuinely excited for this. I, I've been realising how much I enjoyed um, Jedi Fallen Order, which I hadn't... Like, I just hadn't fully comprehended it. I got the platinum, everyone. 
Um, which well, is that's always a, a big news. That's that always, is a big that's, deal. For yeah. me, that's a big What's deal. What's new? Dave has a platinum. <laughs> <laughs> um, and that is kind of like a mark of how much I enjoyed it. I, I really loved the gameplay and the world building, but it's sort of just over time, it's just been sat in the back. Of, you know, when it just something's like still there and occasionally it'll crop up in your mind and you think, I oh, actually, God, I really, really enjoyed that. So just the announcement of uh, Jedi uh, Survivor mm-hmm. has been very exciting. But now to know, uh, EA have confirmed that it's coming out next year. And my God, I hope we might get that narrowed down a bit at yeah. the Game Awards. Um, we're going to see some gameplay. So we're going to see a little bit of gameplay, which is really exciting. And obviously we're talking about it before it happens. So there's not much I can be like, how do you feel about the gameplay? Yeah. But how do you feel about seeing the gameplay? I'm so excited. And, and honestly, like I, I think that you guys should give um, Fallen Order a go or maybe just wait for Survivor. But the, the combat in it is really fun. You especially, Rosie, I think would really mm. enjoy the combat. It's really deep. And I think for us, uh, a, a Star Wars game, especially a game with lightsabers in, that's a little you bit said unusual. I'm very excited. Like, like got lightsabers in and force powers. Like usually, you know, those things are kind of like just just press square and you'll just swing your lightsaber. But this was actually has really good deep combat. Really difficult, mm-hmm. um, kind of puzzly. Very um, just action RPG e. Um, and I just absolutely loved it. Obviously, it helps that I'm very invested in the universe anyway. And I'm just so excited that they've taken that success and built on it. And now we're going to get survivor and i don't know where the story's going to go and i'm really really thrilled that i'm going to get to find out next year yay uh i asked dan this question the other day this is a bit of a tangent i asked dan this question the other day so there is a right answer because i learned it from dan right what is the best piece of star wars like visual media like films and tv series so not games just what's the best one of the of the film tv is in what uh, not the original trilogy am i just discounting no they're included but you can't have the trilogy has to be one film or one tv series the empire strikes back that's that's the right answer. Yes, that's the right answer. I know. Yeah. Oh, the, the, the tense in the air, the suspense in the air. It's just a, a, would you agree, Rob? Is it your favourite bit of Star Wars? Yes, I'm uh, not as big a fan as you are. No, um, but the Empire Strikes Back, I think, almost scientifically proven, is is the greatest of the films. Yeah. yeah. What just, scientist has been measuring this? Well, it's just. I, to I, look at and I did GCSE everything science. about it is great it's just a very very good because I did GCSE in Star Wars yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, try <laughs> we're going to do A levels as well and I thought nah no I'll just leave it there yeah. but yeah I, I'm really really excited and, and to see some gameplay at last and hopefully get a date for when to book off my holiday um, is very good you've got coverage to do I'm afraid no, oh, no I will holidays gladly. I will gladly cover let me cover also you know this is going to be on PS5 mm. uh, the first time that series has been on PS5. So what is that going to be like? Oh, a lightsaber in the hand oh. with the haptics. I know. Oh, you can feel the force. force. Yeah. You feel the force. I was literally just like the force. And then you just got there as soon as my brain's slow. Oh, that'll be good. That's the tagline, isn't it? Haptic feedback. The force is with you. Yeah. Mm. In Always. your hands. Yeah, that's TM. the tagline. That's it. The yeah. force is with you in your hands. God, we're good. Right, moving on to another science fiction wonderland. Yeah. We also are getting Cyberpunk 2077 in a Game of the Year edition, which I think is just very fitting for the Game of the Year podcast that we're doing. It so certainly is. Here we go. Also, I've been playing uh, Cyberpunk 2077. I went back to it. Uh, I didn't. Uh, I went back to it when the PS5 uh, version patch came out. 
earlier this year and I've been having just a really really great time I've had to keep putting it down to go away and play other games um, but I keep picking it back up again and <clears throat> it's just an incredible spectacle let alone like that I'm really invested in the story I think the story is so well told it's very easy to follow but there's loads and loads of depth to it and it's like a really great kind of um well, mystery really there's like a mm. i'm sort of very much investigating things that are going on um and but especially in this world i think it's just really really wonderful and i'm very glad that i picked it up again so hopefully i will be done in time for the game of the year edition yeah. and and the dlc yes and pieces. it's going to include the phantom liberty dlc and obviously all the updates that have come so far in the game i'm really excited to kind of see it in it's like full ps5 yeah. like polished glory because it's been it's been rubbed to a high shine yes so i'm very i'm very excited to d kind of dive back in see night city at its fullest with dlc and everything like i'm just really excited to go there and, and really really dig in because i played about 10 15 hours of it originally yeah. and i think going back now from from that point will just be really nice because i do love sci-fi and i do love all the things that cyberpunk 2077 had to offer mm. so i'm just oh i'm just i don't have a lot to say about it other than it'll be nice <laughs> there's loads of kind of well maybe i'm overstepping here but sort of body horror in it yeah horror in it because it's all about augmentation yes. and yeah that meeting you know they're doing all kinds of weird and horrible stuff to their bodies yeah it's like ship of theseus thing like their own arms isn't it the yeah. mantis arms were one of my favorite things in marketing ever like and that beautiful statue they did with mm. the the sexy woman with her mantis arms out yeah i just thought was amazing and I love the concept of the of the claws like it's like in the boys with pop claw has the same sort of thing and I just yeah. think it's the sickest thing ever like I think it's so cool yeah. so like yeah just that whole kind of horror edge that's that's brought to everything in this dystopian future is obviously very appealing yeah but there's lots of fun things that aren't quite as scary in there as well like you've got like the gang warfare which is very action and thriller and you've got like the actual proper thinky moments which are very psychological and and future idyllic sort of stuff you've got the corpos with their business minds yeah. as well which is very sharp like, suits slick nolan kind of vibes just oh i really love the kind of detective mode as well well, which is very specifically where you can do these brain they're called brain dances which are like memories yes they use yes. like sensors in people to record actual you know events and then you can go and like kind of inhabit their memories and, oh. and you use it to to uncover lots of secrets and where find things and i just really enjoy that it's very kind of blade runner-esque mm. mm, yeah you know but in a 3D, a much more advanced version than Blade Runner, which now just feels like just Photoshop, isn't it? It's like everyone's doing that all the time, just zooming in with our fingers. Oh, get us enhance. in. Uh, I've got to also just shout out Judy. Obviously, Judy's a great character and yeah. amazing for behind the scenes Chloe as well, because she'll go crazy if we don't mention Judy. So. Yes, Judy. Judy's great. Judy's great. She is good. I'm, I'm enjoying you, listening to all this stuff. You guys need to play. You well, really I've, need to I, so I was, I've actually played the intro segment like yeah. like so i've met is the character called jackie yeah. yeah like your friend so i met jackie i love jackie so when you're saying like oh it's not all horror i was like jackie your best mate i yeah. love him so he was great uh but i haven't met like uh johnny uh yet or anyone so that's how i'm still <laughs> johnny, <Silverhand. laughs> johnny with the uh, hand of silver yeah, yeah. Johnny, johnny, really? i was gonna say it is silver hand but i was just like what if it's not silver hand so i'll just call him johnny, <laughs> johnny <yeah. laughs> my mate johnny <laughs> yeah so i haven't even met Johnny Silverhand yet so that's so how you haven't early. even seen the title sequence yet you haven't even seen I don't think the game has even gone cyberpunk I don't know I did a thing I did a, a few hours in I was like you know I met Jackie 
we did a mission together. There was some like you know bodies around, like <laughs> I don't you know, know how if, it is. Yeah, yeah, you know how it is. There <laughs> were some like, bodies around and about in a bar. I think um, drove in the car it was a bit exciting, or maybe that's how I met Jackie. But either way, I was very early on. I've yeah. been to my apartment, or was it Jackie's apartment? I've been to a place. I think it's Rosie, my I think apartment. you should play again. I think it's just like, let's, <laughs> let's way, consider all of that. I've had from let's both Chloe and my mate Liam, and they're both like, play it, carry on playing yeah. it. You haven't even touched the surface yet. So. I can also imagine. You have the perfect excuse yeah, to do exactly. so. I can also imagine just very quickly that Jackie could be, he could make the boyfriend's list. To be fair, yeah. I said this to Liam when I played it, and he was just like, you can't eat as a girlfriend. As in like, he was uh, like, but like, he was like, he was like. <laughs> I don't understand <laughs> the rules of the boyfriend's list. <laughs> He was like, Jackie loves his girlfriend very, very much. I was like, okay, like, you know, I'm not. I'll back off. I'll back off. But then you just imagine you are the girlfriend. Right. Whatever your situation is, that's the point. No, but I've got. That's his boyfriend angle. Well, no, no, no. So, but. (laughs) Okay. Well, no, so, you know, people in the. But the thing is, I got told that these two are so, so in love. Yeah. That, you know, you just don't. You just. It's just like, no, just. just, What? It's like illegal to even consider. Yeah, like, you just let them them be in their own little corner. And also, I've oh, got many cats. Who knows? Johnny might even make the list. Who we are, knows? We're, we're opening a whole can of worms. Here. <laughs> I'm trying to think of everyone on your boyfriend list. I'm like, wait, they aren't in relationships. Well, yeah, I've, never, I've, never, to be fair, I've never thought about it until Liam said, but he loves he loves this character yeah. very much. I was just like, I never thought of that. <laughs> like, it's in like for the boyfriend list, but yeah, I know. Who knows? Well, I tell you, thinking of boyfriends, I have a point that has nothing to do with boyfriends, <laughs> which is The Last of Us trailer dropped oh, for yes. the television oh, series. Yes, of course. Oh my, oh my God. To see this kind of put onto screen and have all of the most poignant, beautiful moments from the game that has yeah. meant so much to everyone. Like, I am so excited. And to see Ashley Johnson giving birth to little baby Ellie as well. Oh my God. Uh, it's also, a lovely touch that. Yeah. Troy Baker. Is in it as well I saw yeah David see? man he's in little in da- little David's gang <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, little David. uh, he's, he's in David's gang I honestly um, I have to admit this was a trailer I was trying not to watch because I've said before how I like when I'm going to watch something I try to avoid the trailers and Ash asked me to watch it for this moment in this did, podcast yeah. it's happening now and I'm so glad I did It made, it's made me really really hyped for it I, mm. I thought the kind of attention to detail and the love shown to the the games is just like oozing out of this trailer it's oozing alright it's like there are even like some bits like shot for shot there's a a moment very quick moment where you will see like a shot out the back of a car Mm. clearly from like when the uh, the house on fire yeah yeah, exactly from the start of the game and um, it says to Joel someone says to like you're not you're not her father but you have been a father. Yay. And then it very quickly shows the shot of like right. driving away from the burning house at the beginning. It's yeah. just a little sort of nod to that intro scene. Mm. Uh, yeah. But it, yeah, I agree. It felt very authentic. Authentic feels like a, a shallow word to use, mm. but it certainly looked like it's um, approaching this adaptation with a lot of reverence for the for the game huge mm. amounts and, you, and I, I have to say that you, you it's always a bit of a worry I think with when media meets games um, you know like film adaptations TV adaptations uh, I always just I always just worry and I'm just so hyped There's, all my worry has gone I'm just like I cannot wait to watch this and it's only like it's like a month away mm. January the 15th yeah well, wow such that's a really good, it's such a good like cold weather watch as well yeah. Yeah. it's like I always associate The Last of Us with like wintry Christmassy like I yeah. don't know that like period where it's like you've eaten all of your Christmas food and New Year hasn't come round yet so it's like that void in the middle like Last of Us just feels perfect in yeah. that, that yeah. like swirling vortex that has no emotion or or 
like sanity to it <laughs> yeah <laughs> because there's so much to it that it just fills you up like completely uh seeing the brothers as well like literally yeah that, that got me when where I they saw hugged the brothers. i was like yeah. there's so much pain coming your way yeah. oh god and i've recently finished the last of us part one yes so i am just prepped i'm yeah. like it's all so like fresh and uh, just yeah I'm so excited to, to, to go back again which yeah. I, which feels mad somehow but it's just such a rich world the story's un- unbelievable and I think the casting on this this mm. series looks like just spot on yeah 100% my favourite bit of the trailer was when Bella Ramsey pretended to be an infected <laughs> yes, yeah that was, yeah, that was uh, good which is really nice because Ellie you know, she's a bit goofy sometimes. Yeah, she definitely. does a little she's sort of inappropriate goofy. bits of humour and her jokes and to have that version of have that element of her character so yeah, clearly yeah. on display is great. And also just one of the things I'm really looking forward to is sort of sharing this story with my wife who's never played right. the game. Mm. Um so I'm really looking forward to just sitting down and watching this series with my wife and seeing what her reactions to the story will be as yeah. well. Um sort of like when Similar to when Game of Thrones came out and, you know, I'd yeah. read the book and you get sort of like, you, you get a, a, a vicarious thrill almost from being like, oh, I know this bit's coming up now. How yeah. are they going to react? Yeah. It's just really exciting, I think. For sure. I, the, the best part, the best part the best. of the trailer, though, is the bloater coming up I at know. the end. I was going to say, I was, was like, we're going to talk about the bloater, we're going to talk about we it. We have to talk about the bloater because <gasps> the special effects look so good. They like do that, look great. that game is monsters and horror for me obviously all the emotional story yes but the the clickers the bloaters yeah. like i'm going straight back in to take some more pictures and last of us part one now because i'm like Ooh, photo mode baby yeah. and i want to see that like in the tv series like you can tell that they they love the design like that was a bloater that had like the the kind of asymmetrical head the mm. the plates yeah. of fungus that yeah. grown across it the teeth hanging out Oh, I want to see it rip Joel's head in half. Oh, That's God. what I want to see. <laughs> I mean, that would be the end. That would be a series ender. If we, we, Can you imagine we, if they don't get that. to yeah. It's like two episodes in. Uh, yeah. ah! It just fades to black and it does that sour note. Yeah. Game over. Game over. That, admit, that's got to be a nightmare it. in it, surely. Uh, yeah, like, that would be good. That's a good I must admit, like, I am slightly nervous about how scary it might be. I'm excited. Because, because there are, you know, hugely scary moments in The Last of Us, which I have the game which i you know <laughs> yeah, which I, you won't have to play them dave you can just I sit can, there and i know, know that I eventually they will those, end. i can approach those at my i know where they all are now and i can approach them <laughs> at my own speed the first time i played them you know uh, i obviously like it carried me through enough but i'm like oh god like in a whole different genre a whole different way of being scared now oh i'm excited just gonna hear clicking out of nowhere when you see the the little face masks go on and like you know they're going to go into the spores like in the game yes put the face mask on face mask on you go into the spore zones and you know it's mucky and grimy and dirty and dark and they're having to crawl their way yeah. through all of this mm. nastiness and know that there are monsters down there but not where they are and if they're going to be awake and yeah. if they're going to sense them and how they're going to have to deal with it and to watch that be translated to a tv show yes hopefully with some red shirts so that we see <laughs> how, it actually, how it happens i love how you're like I, I do want to see some deaths. <laughs> some humans must be ripped apart, yes, please. please. For enjoyment. <laughs> we all want this. Yeah. Trust me, everyone wants this. <laughs> oh, it's just really exciting. So that looks really good and exciting. The Last of Us Part 1 came out this year, which is a really good sagu to get on to the next part of is. our podcast, which is the main feature where we'll be talking about our games of the year. So let the music play. 
Okay, it's time, everyone. It's time. We're here. I'm quite nervous, suddenly, yeah. actually. Don't worry, I'm not going to ask it straight away. We're going to ease okay. in. We're going to okay. ease in. Thank We're going to go soft. So I'm going to say, how have you felt about 2022 in games? Like, what's your overarching feeling about the, the games that have come out this year? God. I think it's been a really good variety. We've had, um, at least like for me personally, there have been some you know, really big mind blowing games, but there's also been some really good, uh, smaller proportion games. Um, I mean, specifically for me as well, there was the Klonoa, um, remasters that came out. So for me, that was like, yes, acknowledging loads of old IPs, bringing them back and stuff. Um, and then we've had so many like sequels to continue with stories from years ago. So I think it's been like a real, a, a real like a whole variety of mm. stuff's happened this year but in a good way yeah something for everyone i asked that because i thought you'd all go it's been great because i think it's been a crazy year for yeah. games well i was gonna say i think it's been relentless to the point where i'm like if everyone could just stop making amazing games for just one second <laughs> I, early in the year do you remember it was like horizon forbidden west elden ring yeah. gran turismo 7 there was yeah. just no Ghostwire tokyo let up to yeah, it Ghostwire, Ghostwire tokyo. tokyo came out and then at the end you know what we're going to be talking about all of these games yeah. in more detail, I imagine, very soon. Uh, but yeah, you, you look back on the year as a whole, incredible big AAA games, mm. lots of think, really fascinating uh, in, indie games. I thought I think it's been a great year. I think on top of that, it's been it's the way that they some of those games in particular have kind of like stood out as like almost like cultural moments. You know, when it, just everyone is. And obviously, yeah. you know, it's within our world, like, we, uh, but everyone is playing and talking about, like, Elden Ring was, like, a huge cultural moment. Just, it was everywhere. Mm. Everyone discovering stuff at the same time. Horizon Forbidden West, again, like, Aloy's story, another big, massive cultural moment. And then I, I think, you know, God of War Ragnarok has been yeah. and continues to be huge not just amongst us but like amongst my friends and like just people in the world it's just it seems like it's everywhere people are talking about it um in code mostly and i think that it's been a great year for that for these big sort of like games as cultural moments I finished quite quickly there. Sorry, that kind of left everyone. <laughs> <laughs> Next, yeah. unexpected. Yeah. Right. Great. Uh, I, I think that's a, a really important and salient point, David. Thank you. Well done. Um, yeah, I, it's just been a great year for games. They've been big. They've been small. There's been sequels. There's been prequels. There's been all sorts. It's been incredible. Mm. So now you've had a little warm up to the. Question. Thanks, developers and publishers everywhere. Yeah. Thanks, guys. You did great. Thank you. Thanks. Thank you. Uh, now you've had a little warm up. I am going to ask the question. I'm going to go. Um, hmm, I'm thinking about the order. Should we play rock, paper, scissors? <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> I'm sick of playing rock, paper, scissors. Just decide for us, Ash. Okay, Rob, you're going to go first. All right. Uh, my game of the year, and I imagine this will be many people's game of the year, is God of War Ragnarok, which is yes. a very obvious answer, but I can't look beyond it. Um, just in terms of how excited it made me whilst I was playing through it was a level of like excitement that I haven't felt for a long time, probably since Final Fantasy VII Remake came out. Um, and it was just an amazing two or three weeks of just being in the thick of this game. Um, and also quite torturous because, 
no one else was playing it when I was playing it. And I really oh, was you. desperate <laughs> to, to chat to people about it. Um, and now everyone here has finished it. Also, we, we won't be going into any sort of story specifics here in case there are people watching who haven't played it yet. But Oh, yeah, spoiler free. It's, uh, it's incredibly just emotional and so many moments that take your breath away, so many moments that make you cheer, uh, that make you cry. Uh, and there's so much that happens in it that you wouldn't anticipate or guess. You know, so many people have been guessing what would happen in God of War Ragnarok ever since God of War 2018 came out. There's going to be so much stuff that happens in, in Ragnarok if you haven't played it yet that you just weren't expecting. And it's just great to be taken on. Just, it feels like, it feels like being on an amazing roller coaster, but you're like strapped in really safe and you're just like, I'm just going to enjoy this. And <laughs> you just get to enjoy all the twists and turns and dips just in the knowledge that you're being guided along by Santa Monica Studio, who are just a development studio just at the absolute peak of their powers with this, just going all out. It's just such a lovingly made, beautifully crafted, impeccably polished game. Uh and I think Christopher Judges Kratos, one of the best performances in a video game Just that I can remember. An amazing Ooh. performance. The, the whole cast, I think uh, Danielle Basuti as Freya as well, amazing. Um, Sonny Soljic's incredible yes, as well. Yes, mm. they all are. Mm. Um, and they all were rightfully nominated for various awards. But for me, I think Christopher Judge was just phenomenal. Yeah. I think Kratos now... Um, I've always liked Kratos, but for, for for me now, he's he's up there with Solid Snake and Cloud Strife for me as one of my favourite <gasps> video game oh, characters. Wow. Oh, like, God of War Ragnarok just <laughs> elevated him so much. Like, the journey he goes on in that game is so good. That was my favourite part of the entire thing, was, like, seeing him emotionally... I, I don't want to say anymore. I don't want to say anymore in case there are people who, are, who haven't um, played it yet, but just, if you haven't played it yet, play it and watch what happens to Kratos it's great I tell you what I went on a roller coaster once it was called Cheetah Chase I can't remember what park it's in it might have been Bush Gardens it's in America it's in America <laughs> I went, uh, this is relevant okay uh, I, I went on a, a roller coaster called, called Cheetah Chase and it looked like just like a safe little oh, okay I'm gonna go just round the bit and then come down because you could see it all it wasn't made of matchsticks or anything it looked solidly built it was named after a cat and I was like cool I know I'm gonna have a nice time on this <laughs> no danger and I went on and it's like in an S shape and it like as you go to the edge of the track it feels like you're gonna fall out every time you're like douche and then you yeah. go to the other side and you're like douche um, and it's like the most flippy like whiplashy crazy roller coaster i'd been on in ages when i thought it was just going to be the nice comfortable ride and that was ragnarok where right. it kept threatening to throw you out but then it would bring you back around and you'd be like oh my god i'm on this journey it's amazing and then it go Wah! and you're like oh god everything's gonna go and then like oh, okay no we're safe <laughs> <laughs> like it was that roller coaster yes i just needed to share that i like that yeah. i like it I, I, very visual and it, yeah i i think we could talk all day about how great Ragnarok is and, and Cheetah Chase uh, and Cheetah Chase especially <laughs> where, wherever we may find it I think like f for me as well it was a, a game I was really looking forward to but my for some reason my my uh, excitement was just completely destroyed by the truth it was just like I'm looking forward <laughs> to this yeah this will be good I'm cut this is this is going to be a good game and I was like oh my god like instantly just instantly in and um I mean there's nothing really I can add to what you've said apart from it's I just am still reeling from it and I think that one of the 
amazing things about that game, and this isn't a spoiler, but just to say after the story has finished, I still felt a lot of purpose about playing the game, about being in the world. It wasn't just like, the world's still open and you can mop up the things you haven't done yet. I think they've been masterful in in the kind of main story ending and then there's still being a ton of game i mean depending on how you play it obviously there'll be more or less but loads and loads and loads to do there's so much dialogue in that game it's insane Mm. like it's insane how much like kind of just like world building and and stories there are to uncover after the the epic main story kind of is finished it's just an unbelievable undertaking and um I just think it's just completely gobsmackingly good that often, and this is a personal thing, you know, often I will get to the end of a story and I will think that's the end of my time. That's what happened to me with God of War uh, 2018 is I finished the story and I thought, I think that's that's where I'm going to leave this. And with, with Ragnarok, I was just like, let's crack on. Let's just keep going. I want to I want to do everything. I want to see more. There's a whole massive area of the world that uh, I've been talking to Rob about that I just haven't explored at all yet that I mm. haven't seen, which is Rob's favorite bit. Yeah. yeah. Mm. I mean, that's insane that it can have that level of depth, depth that I can have, you know, 30 hours of amazing game and still not have seen this massive area, which yeah. is someone's favorite bit. Can I just add, if you do want to hear us discussing God of War Ragnarok, in more depth. Oh, here's the plug. I like uh, it. We have our very first spoiler cast live on the channel right now on YouTube and also on all of your favourite listening platforms. Uh, don't listen to it if you haven't finished the game. <laughs> but if you have finished the game and you want to hear us talking more in depth about the story and everything, um, please do give that a listen. We'd love to know what you think. Yeah. Ooh, absolutely. Oh. Right, we're going to move on from that because God of War Ragnarok is an absolute blessing. Unless there's any words you want to say, Rosie. I think everyone's already said everything. Like I'm just I'm sat here listening. I'm just like, yeah, yeah, I agree with everything. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, I have nothing more to add. It was a great game. So perfect. So I'm going to move over to this sofa now, and I'm going to ask you, Dave, to talk mm-hmm. about yours. Uh, as I assessed all of these beforehand, is what I'm remembering. I know that what everyone's is. Uh, so I'm doing it well, strategically. I'm, I now. might throw you a bit of a curveball. What? Yeah. <laughs> So my actual uh, game of the year is is God of War Ragnarok, but I think you know I'm not. Just We've talk just about... had that. I one. know exactly. So I was going to talk about there's there's two games that um, there's actually three games that <laughs> I need to talk about. The first one. There's going to be more questions after the game. The game don't of the year worry, is I one know, answer. I know, but I need to. Well, I can't. I don't. Well, it's got a wall Ragnarok then. <laughs> is my is my real answer. Okay, next but, person. <laughs> but I'm I'm going to take a punt and say that it could also be uh, Marvel's Midnight Suns, yes. which I'm playing right now. It's only just come out, which is why this is a bit of a punt um, because I don't feel like I know it well enough to really say. But um, it's a game. Uh, I've been looking forward to for ages. Um, it's the n- next game by the developers of XCOM and XCOM 2 Firaxis. That was the XCOM 2 was their last game, I believe. So I've I, and I, and many people will know I loved that those games. So I've been really looking forward to it, and it is finally here. And so far, I'm just having the best time with it. I think the gameplay is like just superb. It's not going to be for everybody. It's a sort of turn-based strategy fighting game where this time rather than fighting uh as sort of future soldiers you are um there's a mighty boosh song about that 
Oh, really? No, it's Future Sailors. But that, okay. I, I, I forget you guys haven't seen it. I can Future try to make it look Sailors. good. Thank you. There we go. <laughs> <laughs> uh, instead of that, you are uh, Marvel superheroes. In fact, you even you get to play as uh, you, you put together kind of like a team of a, a differing team of Marvel superheroes. But for the first time in the Marvel universe, I think I'm not a massive Marvel fan. Uh, f- uh, fan, but I think this must be like huge if you are. Is they actually you, you actually get to create your own superhero in this in this game what's yours called I, well, all, I know they're all the hunter but they're what's all yours the called? hunter oh that it's just they're the hunter yeah, have so you far. not thought of a like a fun name for them like, no can you not can we could we create the access team of superheroes could you do that no oh <laughs> okay okay <laughs> so it's the, not like XCOM where you can just no, create your not, own person uh, no it's because it's but the thing is it's much more uh there's much more of a story I'm going to say right there's a campaign it's telling a Marvel story right. with these superheroes, so you can't just have you know. You, uh, also, I haven't died in it yet, which isn't a big, uh, you know, humble brag. But also, I haven't died in it yet. Not yet. Just I'm sure it's I will. So I'm not. I don't know how. Yes, yeah, so it's not even humble. Yeah, I don't know how that mechanic works. It's only because I'm quite early in the game. I don't know how that will work. Obviously, in in XCOM, it had permadeath, and this was like a big thing. You customize your characters, and they would die, and then they wouldn't come back. Uh, I'm sure that's not the case with. Um, superheroes but the gameplay is just fantastic they've had like it they've got like a kind of card based system now um which is really fun it's it it makes it much more the, the random element of the cards is um so far i guess like i'm only a few hours in so i don't know my cut my deck well enough yet to know what might be coming when you draw each time mm. so at the moment it's kind of like a random element because i don't feel like the sort of overlord of the deck who can predict like I've got I've still got three of these cards left in my deck, you know, or whatever. Um so I'm really, really enjoying that. It's really just meaty. The gameplay is just so satisfying because there's no time pressure, and this is obviously just a turn based thing generally, and I just love just taking my time, perusing the map, thinking about how I'm gonna approach this scenario, what I'm figuring out who, how all the different powers like link together, how that they can be used in unusual ways because they have all kind of like a face value thing, but then there's like a sort of secondary use for them and little surprising uh, happenings. And um, so I'm kind of like my super brain is kind of coming to terms with all of that and like just seeing your super brain. Sorry. I, I'm not actually saying I have a super brain. It sounds like you are. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not saying that. I'm sort of, I'm just saying that like, you know, uh, I'm inflating how amazing this experience is, I guess. It's like seeing the Matrix, you know, just seeing un- when you start to understand how it all ties together. That's mm. what I'm experiencing right now. It's like I'm starting to see. But if I use this card like this, <gasps> well, then that would go. Co- oh, but wait. And then, oh, well, uh, you know, there's so many interlinking mechanics. And at first you just like, oh, OK, so if I play that card, it'll do five damage. And that, OK, cool. That guy's dead now. And there's there's layers and layers and layers upon uh, above that, which are making themselves apparent to me now. And it's making me very excited because I'm starting to understand how this can be exploited and, and used and how it all links together and how clever it is and that makes me feel clever that's what i'm saying i don't have a super brain i just i'm starting to feel like clever, the super Dave. brain because i'm like i understand it a bit it's really really great it's right up my street um and i think if any of that sounded good to you you should give it a go but uh it's uh, it's very mechanical you know it's like there is this huge story which i'm enjoying but for me the joy of the game is 
is the gameplay like it is the mechanics of the gameplay which are very kind of like um sort of cordoned off little scenarios it's like and now a scenario which you which you will play through and like you have ended the scenario let's do some more story um it's very it's very tabletop obviously it's like a deck system it's anyway it's making me really want to play magic the gathering hearing you talk about it like, yeah i'm like oh god i gotta get my deck out well that makes me want to play magic the gathering yeah. because i i and it, and it is obviously like hugely inspired by tabletop yeah um and that's really apparent and uh yeah it's exactly i think if you have any interest in in games like uh, like that like tabletop games if you've enjoyed the mechanics of those especially like deck builders then this will be right up your street but it's presented in so it, like the, i just love the little scenarios they're so fun and and obviously just little marvel encounters you know like just superheroes beating the hell out of all kinds of bad guys super villains turning up um and so far, I've only got like a, a a suite of like five heroes. So I'm really excited to see which. I know that there are other ones in the game that are going to make an appearance. And so have um, you found Blade yet? Yeah, Blade's real early on. Oh, good. Blade's great. Good. I'm glad Blade's there. Yeah, <laughs> that's that's all I have to add. So I think that is. I'm gonna I'm gonna take a punt and say this what? is. In also knowing everyone else's game of the years here, I I think that would. I'm I, I think it's a safe one for me. A safe bet. When you said you were taking uh, taking a punt, I was like, "There's more. There's more to say." I was like, "That was a very long punt." <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes, it was. Yeah, it was quite. A, it was more of a kick, of a big kick. I'm glad you feel so passionate about it so early on, though. That shows yeah. that it really does have the makings of something you're really going to love, and yeah. that's important as well. And kind of knowing I, this second of December release date for like Callisto, Marvels, Midnight Suns. It's like, please, guys, come on, give me some time. Give me some time. Mm. Game of the Year podcast recording. Gotta get it done. Um, that's really great, though, Dave. I'm going to ask everyone else what they think about it, but nobody's played it yet. I don't think so. <laughs> I hope not. Yeah. I don't know whether it would be anyone's jam, but do you feel, I do really like how it. Um, from what I've seen on the trailers, they said that they were focusing on the Marvel heroes who and villains who haven't always necessarily had so much of a spotlight and kind of focused yeah. on their stories a bit more. So I was really interested in that part, like actually sort of interacting and learning more about some of these Marvel characters as well. Yeah, there's loads of that. They've gone, there's loads of depth that you can, you know, loads of little bits of um, lore to uncover and stories to read. And, and you can have tons and tons of conversations with the other mm. superheroes and develop all of their stories and stuff. So I think, you know, I'm kind of missing out on that a little bit in as much as, because I'm not such a massive Marvel fan, it doesn't, um, it doesn't uh, like excite me as much as i think if you were a marvel fan you'd be like oh my god there's so much here there's so much to enjoy um but yeah i think uh, rob and ash if you're you know obviously you're big magic fans uh it might be worth a go because it's really really great but um it's also funny. there's so much to play you kind of took me back to the past a little bit <laughs> because i completely forgot that i had this but i used to have top trumps like uh -huh. as a kid yes. and I had the three Marvel sets and like I used to you know read the description of the characters I've never heard of yeah. like obviously I had my favourites I watched uh, I watched the 90s cartoon of Spider-Man so yeah. you can probably guess who my favourite Marvel superhero is but like Please. when you're talking about having <laughs> <laughs> but when you're talking about having like all the, the cards and like knowing what's in the deck and stuff yeah. like that kind of just to be back to those those top Trump days yeah great lovely guys that is really good I'm going to move us on now to my game of the year Ooh. because I think it's one that you all have played or have listened to me go on about enough that you feel like you've played it at least and that is Stry Stry Stry, Stry. Stry. Oh, 
it have to be said in a, in a yeah. brummy accent? You've got I'm to say not the from rule. Birmingham, so it's not being said in a Birmingham accent. <laughs> what accent is it being said in then? It's the, a, I have a black country accent. It's a yam accent. A Wolverhampton accent. Yes. Yes. It's a you. Midlands accent. Oh, there's many accents in Anyway. <laughs> well, it's your game of the world. Yeah, you have to say game it. Game of the world. It is a game of the year. Game of the year. War Ragnarok then. <laughs> <laughs> Southwest? Exactly. Southwest. That's no, right. we, yeah. we did, uh, me and Rosie did the present, well, Rosie and I did the presentation um, for the Golden Joysticks for the game of the year. And we oh, sorry guys. I think you just dropped your, uh, oh, we did some awards ceremony card. No, 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 yeah, not, not, not to brag just, or anything. Do you want to pick that up? I'm bragging. Yes, I am to brag. It's not humble. <laughs> we did that, and it was very cool. And we did, obviously don't know who wins. We just read out everything, and then they do all the behind the scenes. Don't show how the sausage is yeah, made. You don't want to reveal. Like I don't want to say I knew because I didn't. No. Um, neither did Rosie. No. So being the PlayStation game of the year for the Golden Joysticks was straight, and like trying to say stray excitedly <laughs> with my voice, but, like, I can't say it other than stray. Like, <laughs> stray. <laughs> well, we did it with all. We, we were just like stray. <laughs> we knew we were going to say. It excitedly so we were just both just like say Stray! it again now say it again wait now. i can say it i'll announce it and you have to but and the playstation game of the year is Stray! <laughs> <laughs> well did you want us to do it how we did it then or like as if we're just going like stray <laughs> i just wanted to see how it came Stray! out that Stray! Was it. it pretty much yeah it was just yeah. us just going like Stray! i think our arms were waving as well which yeah. obviously you didn't see at the actual event but no. we were fully like Stray! <laughs> Yeah, there was lots of there was lots of glamour going on in in that shot. But yes, yeah, Stray is my God. I can't say it without going Stray. <laughs> no, Stray. <laughs> oh, hand with it. Stray. Stray is my game of the year. Um, <laughs> Thank you, Kira. <laughs> you're very. This isn't this isn't Kira. This is just a very posh lady. Stray was a complete joy to play for me. I was exhilarated every moment of my journey playing as a small. Gorgeous little cat. Uh, I feel like Joanna Lumley, actually. <laughs> That's what I was going to say. It sounds more like Joanna Lumley now. <laughs> um, I loved it. I, I think it's adorable. And not just because you are um, a cute little cat like on your adventures. As much as that is integral to my enjoyment of the game, I think Blue 12 have made something incredibly touching that doesn't have any words in it like mm. you can feel all of the emotions of it the gameplay itself is very intuitive like it's very vertical so you're climbing things and finding stuff and looking out for little secrets and memories and talking to your little droid and it's very puzzle based which mm. i love a puzzle it even has kind of that that for me personally that glint of horror with like the eyeball creatures and the zerks that mm. are chasing you and the the levels you have to go through and the really like kind of dystopian stuff it gets to towards the end it's just gorgeous and so thoughtful. And I wept at the ending, not because I don't, I don't want to spoil it in any way, not because it was sad, not because it was happy, but just because of the implication of it. And that was all done without a single word said from, mm. from, from the protagonist and from all the droids that are translated by your little B12 robot. I just thought it was, it was really special and it really made me feel a lot with so, so little, mm. um, and obviously having a cat, like, that part of it is a big part of it for me. But I think it's so much more than, than the cat game. And if you want to hear me talk about this in more detail, mm. I actually also released a video on how it was my game of the year earlier in the year. And I've stuck to you my knew. games. You I knew. You knew right about this. Yeah. Because it, it, it really did, like, there's lots of games that I enjoy and I enjoy them very, like, 
deeply um, when I'm playing them. And then afterwards, I'm like, yeah, cool. Like that was it. That was mm. a good time. But Stray really stuck with me. And I, I just think I do just think it's special. I do think it's really yeah. unique. And I think it has a lot to offer. And it does stand up against the, the heavy hitters of the year. Like obviously Ragnarok is incredible. And that means so much to me. And I've been waiting for that game. And it lived up to every expectation and more. And yes, it's up there for me. But we've already said it. So. Yeah. <laughs> um, but 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 Stray really held its own against that, which I think is important to say as well. I would oh. sorry, I, Rosie. I was just going to throw in my caveat, which is like there's a good chance that Stray would be up there for me um, this year. I just haven't played it, and I want to I want to I want to throw my hands up and admit that because it's a game I was super looking forward to, and I'm very sad I haven't played it. But I just I watched Ash stream it and then platinum it, and then I watched my girlfriend play it over over several weeks. And I just, at that point, I was like, I need a break from Stray before I can play Stray for myself. So I mm-hmm. haven't played it. And I'm, uh, maybe it will be partly a part of my kind of Christmas game period because it's something, you know, I really enjoyed watching you play it and watching her play it. And I think, like, I am, I am a massive cat lover. So there is that for me. Uh, is, but, and, and I do think that they're like, the love and detail that they put into just into cats mm. is just is extremely exciting to me and i don't think that you often see cats kind of lovingly realized in in video games not in this way There's no lots certainly of cats not as a stuff, certainly but... not as a protagonist yeah um so i'm just i'm quite sad that i haven't played it this year but and i know i'm gonna love it um and so i just wanted to say that really because i think it would it would be up there for me i think mm. I just really wanted to say also, I know that everyone, obviously the main focus of Stray is that you're playing a cat, but my actual favourite part of it was the uh, androids that are like in the towns and actually roaming around. They have such a personality to them. They've all got like their own little stories and stuff. And I just really liked how they were portrayed in this universe. So I know everyone talks about the cat and everything like that, but I was, I I like love robots and androids in games i always love how they're portrayed in any media really i'm always just like oh okay this is so like to see these robots i was like that i really like them yes Mm. i i feel like for for what has been touted as the cat game like it has the the kind of like scientific complexity uh like the psychological whirrings of soma in it like there are those Mm. questions about life and death and legacy and what it means to to be alive what it means to to not be alive what it means for a little cat to be in the midst of all these complex emotional things going on it's just a gorgeous game like Mm. it's just incredible and and it i I feel emotional talking about it because it really really did hit me in a way that that is just going to stick with me and that I really enjoyed and that like I feel like it, I can I can access and play again because it's so short and doable. Yeah. Like I feel like it's just something that's going to be there for me that I'm like, "Ah, oh, Stray. Stray." <laughs> <laughs> Did you like Stray, Rob? I'm not allowed to play Stray. Because <laughs> your daughter loves whenever it. <laughs> I put it on, my daughter's like, "Oh, she thinks it's hers." Yeah. It's the cat game. <laughs> and so I will be playing that then. Yeah. <laughs> So uh, all I've done is watch my daughter knock things off, annoy androids, and then occasionally when you have to run away from those things, what they called, I have to do those bits. So my experience of Stray has been running through areas filled with Zerks so that my daughter can do the next bit of 
catting about. <laughs> the, the Zerks are good, but they are the most frustrating bit of the game as well. So you've had like all of the hard bits where you've got to like try and dodge and weave I just between them. I just don't want them in there. Like just, <laughs> just let me, just let me just do, just be the cat solving puzzles and climbing things. That's fine. It doesn't always need to be something to fight or run away from. I get that, but uh, I like them and I... I think they're very important to the story and and the, the the feelings of these people and kind of what what's going on down it down there. I totally respect that they might not be for you though. Um, well, especially as I've, you've just I've been not seeing experienced, them. I've not experienced the game through the wider context at all. Yeah. So for me, Stray is run away from the Zerks, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. which is a shame because I feel like I've I've missed out a bit. But there's no way I'll be able to play it without. <laughs> Without, uh, daddy. <laughs> <laughs> At the moment, it's Red Dead Redemption 2. She just likes riding around on the horses. Oh, that's I have nice, to, She loves horses. You can brush them. And she's seen YouTube videos of, like, horse videos. Like, you can brush your horse. You can feed your horse. And she's like, oh. <gasps> Uh, so she likes just riding around on, on my she horse. Show in us, that you now. should show us some of my videos with, on the horse. I will absolutely never show her <laughs> anything involving you and horses. <laughs> the, the intensity of that. Yeah. <laughs> Moving swiftly on, talking of horses and also spectral steeds. Rosie, <laughs> what's your game of the year? <laughs> So uh, I'm very excited to talk about my game of the year um, because it consumed a big part of my life this year. There was a phase where, if you remember the first few podcasts we did and we were just talking about, you know, when Ash, you'd say, what's new? Literally, I had nothing new because this game completely consumed me for months. And that game is, of course... Elden Ring. Yeah. Oh my God. What a fantastic, phenomenal, beautiful game. Um, I, I, I don't know where to start. Um, <laughs> <laughs> like it's such, I think Dave, earlier in the in this episode of the podcast, you are saying how it had such an impact mm. on everyone at the time of its release, because not only is it, you know, the new From Software that, comes, that came out, which is always a big deal, um, but it was also like an introduction for a lot of people on how from software games sort of play it's um the more what a huge open world um where you know you can just run around and explore and literally it doesn't take your hand or or guide you necessarily if you just see a thing you can just go and explore and if it's too tough for you just run out of it i'm sure you can see like you you know going into the game that it's it's going to have some brutal moments but um so you and so you know that you can't do everything immediately. Um, and just the adventure it takes you on. And also the multiplayer. There were so many people who I know who played it together. I mean, we even played it together a lot in the office. Yeah. Uh, in our in our office as well. That Not only on, on Access, on across the whole company, there were people talking about Elden Ring and where they were and what build their characters had. We had a whole Slack channel. channel. There was a whole Slack channel Elden for Kring. it. It was, yeah, Elden Kring. <laughs> It's just and because you it's just you you get so engulfed in the world and the mysteries and um from software I've always been brilliant with this, but the few couple of characters you do meet you you're really invested in their stories I mean me and Solaire in Dark Souls uh, or Onion Man as I call him in Dark Souls mm. Bloodborne meeting um the the crow and um oh god Eileen Eileen I was gonna say I thought it was Eileen <laughs> it's been a while since I've <laughs> delved into the lore of Bloodborne um and just and the doll and so the characters you do meet in Elden Ring 
you just get so invested in them and you want to help them and learn more about their stories or not. Like, you know, from software, you should, shouldn't trust everyone. Yeah, you can mm-hmm. just kill them if you want. You can just well. kill them. Which um, I like in Elden Ring. You should be like, right, actually, get lost. Yeah. yeah. And there's such a variety in in the worlds within this, you know, areas within this world. And they've all got completely different art styles. I'll never forget first running into Caleb and going from the beautiful, like, sort of greenery country-ish sort of calming vibes and suddenly you're just going towards Caleb and then the sky just changes to a completely a scorching red um, and then suddenly you're like oh my god I'm in danger and they're like there's like a fire <laughs> wave <laughs> they're in danger help and also the fights um, are, like you'd said Dave um <laughs> It's like they're more like puzzles than anything mm. in Elden Ring. Like, yes, there are some which are really, really tough. But if you know how to tackle them, I think that they're doable for, you know, anyone can do them because at the end of the day, it's a puzzle. If you just figure out their weakness, you can take, um, oh my gosh, I've forgotten your steed's name. What's Torrent. It? Torrent. Thank you. You can take Torrent into battles in some of them, not in all of them. You can like summon people. So it's, it was just such a phenomenal game in the sense of it balanced new players, old players. Everyone could enjoy it. It was a wonderful adventure, a wonderful world. And I just loved it very, very much. I think I've spoken about it a lot and I'm aware in other podcast episodes I've gone on for longer than necessary on how much I love this This is your game. time, Rosie. But game of the year. It's, it's Honestly, uh, it's just my game of the year and I just absolutely love it to I pieces. love hearing you talk about it. Like, just seeing how excited you are as well. Like, I think everyone's kind of had a, a moment about their game during mm. the, this Game of the Year podcast. But I, just, I love hearing you talk about Elden Ring because you just, like, you are so excited for it. When it was coming out, you were like... <gasps> The, my favourite story is when uh, we had the Elden just showing how the sausage was made for, for access as well we had the code come in and Rosie you were on the email because you'd organised it all and were the, obviously the one that was going to be doing it and one code came in and you were like I think we need to see who's going to get this code today <laughs> <laughs> and you were like who should it be and you were like hmm, who, who should Would get it the be code? me <laughs> <laughs> I? I was just being polite <laughs> <laughs> it was adorable because like you were you were being professional and polite being like okay the codes come in like we should we should sort this out but you could just see the restraint because you were like eyes were like this as you were saying you're like who should get the code and you weren't like making eye contact with anyone <laughs> please well, it, but as soon as I got it I played it non-stop and I just couldn't stop playing it until I got the platinum in it yeah. and uh, and it, yeah it was just absolutely phenomenal even as well just oh, the round table hold and the characters and the mysteries in there and stuff I remember talking to my friends who were like oh what did you do for this moment because obviously there are some things with multiple paths it's like oh, oh I love it very much just a fantastic phenomenal game fantastic phenomenal world and oh I just loved yes. it. I think that will be topping many people's game of the year. Like yeah. I think Ragnarok and, and Elden Ring are the two like the big boys, the big yeah. the big guns that have come out this year. Mm. But also one that we haven't mentioned that we really should is Horizon Forbidden West as yeah, well, which 100%. was a, a big one this year and really enjoyable to see the continuation of Aloy's story as well. Yeah. Like and add in a whole new new way of doing things, which I don't want to spoil, but there's a whole it's, new It gets thing. my award for best water graphics yeah not just of the wow. year but ever wow amazing wow rise of ben west that should be so, a podcast in itself just oh just thinking about it now what? so sloshy so splashy <laughs> and you go into it it's just the the quality of the light underwater as well that game is as ridiculously beautiful yeah. yeah it's not just the water either it's like the grass 
the moss that clings to the side of um, Ooh, rusted ruins. Yeah. Watch it's out. Amazing. I couldn't stop stopping swimming. and looking at it <laughs> and swimming. swimming but also just sort of wading through it I've never had so much fun with a photo mode in a game either than I did with Horizon Forbidden West yeah. um, I'm really proud of some of the photos I've taken it I took a really nice one of a tree I don't know if you've seen my one of a tree <laughs> I have seen one of your tree. It, won, tree it won the photo mode competition oh it did yes yeah, that's that we right had between us that's oh, right yeah. Yeah, oh, yeah. Oh, I forgot about that I, yeah, I was really proud of my picture in that I think I came second in the, did in the, you I, I think I, I did second. I don't think I was any We'll have to go back and see. Maybe I was third. Another competition. To continue on in that vein, I think it would be fun for you guys and me to uh, uh, give a trophy for a shout out of another game uh, that came out this year as well. So mine for best gory jaw death. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God, this is highly coveted. This it's one. highly coveted. Uh, the oh Ash Millman Award <laughs> for best gory jaw death goes to... Yeah. The, the runner-up was The Last of Us Part 1 seeing Joel in high death getting that snapshot of the bloater ripping his head off. Everything I wanted, everything I needed from that game. Um, but the, the other one... The winner is definitely the Callisto Protocol. Seeing Jacob's tongue flapping around in the side of his bashed-in head. Yes! Oh. So good. Oh. And I also have a, another little award for... Is it the Geordie Gore death? Geordie Gore? That was a very... Oh, like Geordie Shaw? It was a great but like, Gory oh. Jaw and now Jory Gore. Oh. It doesn't really work. Like Gory Jaw? It was a bad joke. We've made it, we've made it worse. <laughs> Who's but, <yeah>. we? <laughs> <laughs> uh, I have another award which goes to best song. Oh. And that is Madison from Bloonies. Oh, my God. Bloonies is behind our Rob looks like literally like he's got PTSD about that. He <laughs> yeah. just mentioned it and his face just fell. That's one of my favourite games this year. Like it's in my it's in my my top five of this year. That was um, very Madison. scary. That bit A you made me play. Game. Very game. scary. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, Effective. and now I'll let other people speak as well. <laughs> so we've got to come up with an award for. Uh, just you can tell me a game you enjoyed. You can give an award if you're feeling spicy. It's just just off the top of your head. It doesn't have to be anything crazy. My I, award I didn't send for them the notes. <laughs> game that I wasn't expecting to enjoy enjoy as much as I did goes to Gran Turismo 7 because yeah. traditionally I'm terrible at racing games, uh, but I loved Gran Turismo 7. Yeah. Um, and it let me play the game in a way that suited me, which was buy my cars and then take them on lovely <laughs> photo shoots around the world. <laughs> and I actually got really into the racing as well. It gave me a newfound appreciation for the, racing the, the automotive world. Uh, I think that was, again, another just really passionately made, meticulously crafted game um, that you could just feel the love mm. that the developers had for it just radiating out. I thought it was brilliant. One of the first things you do is watch a 10-minute kind of like... Yes, like the history of cars. It's unskippable the and, first and time you load up the it, game. Like, it just made me like <laughs> laugh. Like with just how much love there was. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like it was just the sort of craziest thing to put in a game. and and But it just, it just like was just full of love and like care and just... The just just passion for the subject. It was just weird. It was just like Dave's also laughing because this happened when we tried to set it up for a stream, and he was like, ah! <laughs> "You will watch this. Yeah. Learn, learn." Like, it's like when meeting. you when you show your friend or someone like a movie that you really love, and yeah. you're just like, "Sit through this and watch it all." Yeah. So you could just almost feel Casanova Yamauchi just like. <laughs> 
Watching you, watching you, watching that. You yeah. can feel him over your shot. Did you enjoy the history of cars? Yes, yeah, it did. Just the idea that we need to be caught up on cars. Yeah. You know, it's like before you can enjoy this game, you really need to know where cars came from. You might not know, but this game is all about cars. That's yeah, right. What's so, a car, you say? I'll show you. Well, let us tell you that. My award is for, uh, I, I don't know what the award is for, but just a, a best <laughs> <Game>. physics-based <laughs> puzzler game i have enjoyed this year it's a very late comer i think it was uh one of the monthly games in for november on on playstation plus uh and it is heavenly bodies which mm. is like just so right up my street as to be maybe annoying to anyone hearing this <laughs> because like unless you're me you might not love it as much as i do but it's just um uh, a, a series it's a you are an astronaut in space you control the astronauts arms with the left and right stick and um their legs with l1 and r1 and you grab with l2 and r2 and you just have like um a a manual and you have to fix your basically the space station it's just a series of little like go around in space in zero gravity and it's all physics based and it's just like you know you've got to go and find a wrench and then like turn a handle and crank a thing and like oh don't forget like the, the it, i just love how it, it's it's art style it's almost like a children's book it's very simplistic but because it's a physics game obviously there's loads and loads of like detail in there in terms of like just the way things work in the world. One of the first things I did was just open the airlock and just got sucked out into space and died. And it was just like, of course, because that's like, <laughs> that's the rules of the world as I, as we know them. Like, I, and then from then on, I started like hooking myself onto stuff. It's incredibly like, it's almost a simulation, except it's much more simple, but I just find it really relaxing. It's, which is mad because it's not at all relaxing. Don't play it and think you'll be relaxed. I also play it and hold my breath for like three minutes at a time because I'm concentrating so hard. It's incredibly difficult to play like because it turns out when you're in the middle of a zero G environment, you, you can't grab anything. Mm. It's very hard to like shift your body weight and get any momentum. So I spend a lot of time just like a turtle on its back, just in the middle of a room, just flailing. Um, but then when I manage to grab something, I just love, I really love that almost like, uh, the flat pack furniture of just like reading the instructions, go here, fix that, get that, take it there. I don't know what it is. I find it all, it's just so, the rules are clear to me and I can just, I'm going along, just ticking boxes, solving problems, making things better. And I think it's a really, really fantastic game. This was game. supposed to be a short award I'm sorry, category. yeah, I just, I, I, I <laughs> really, really have yet. enjoyed Hello. that. <laughs> I, I really have enjoyed it. Hopefully you'll play it. It's good. <laughs> Rosie, okay. you've had plenty of time to think. I've had lots of time to think. I've thought so much. I've actually got three awards. <laughs> oh my god! That's what you I'm, did. I'm, I'm, gonna, I'm gonna like. I'm gonna spit them out. So, first award for game I know I'm gonna absolutely love, and it's not even out yet. It's time this podcast going live is. Final Fantasy VII Crisis Core Reunion. No. Uh, I no. just have... Oh. Not sure if that award's allowed. It maybe. is allowed <laughs> because I covered it on the channel because I went to a, a Square Enix event and I played it and I absolutely loved it to pieces and it's just... And from playing that segment, it's phenomenal. What the, It's more than a remaster. It's like it's a remaster, but it's so much more than a remaster. So... But I'm not going to talk about it more because it's not out yet and we haven't played it. But that's my award for like game that's not even out yet, but it's going to be fantastic. Uh, 
second I like one. That category. Most anticipated. <laughs> yeah, but... <laughs> yeah, fair enough. <laughs> the second one, a very specific one, but I just had to mention it because while you were talking, David just popped into my head, um, and it was it's the best game to play after having your life consumed by Elden Ring, which is the Stanley Parable Ultra Deluxe Edition, because I've just got to give a shout out to that game because it's phenomenal, it's fantastic, it's so much more than just, you know, the Stanley Parable, Parable and then like, oh, they've just, you know, freshened it up a bit. It's so much more. It does so many things to make it fantastic, new, brilliant. The effort they put into it, the love they put into it. I don't really don't want to say anything because it's filled with surprises and wonderful things. So please, if you haven't, play that game because it's phenomenal. But the actual award. <laughs> so there you go. See, just two two quick fire awards. But the actual one is... I mean, I'm just going to have to say the best DLC of the year because oh, here it is. everything here it is. because everything about this for not I was like, could I say the best animation, the best music, the best, the, the most, oh, it's, it's just fantastic. The best but, DLC is Cuphead, the delicious last course. Rosie wanted this as her game of the year. I said, if anyone else wanted Elden Ring, I said I had a backup and then yeah. you said, oh, well, I was going to do backups anyway. So I was like, well, then in which case, I'm taking Elden Ring. <laughs> <laughs> um, oh my God. The Cuphead, the delicious last course. Absolutely fan blooming tastic the animation is so rosy blooming it's blooming fantastic i tell <laughs> you wash the, your mouth out <laughs> the animation is sublime the gameplay is sublime Sublime. who's sublime it's all just sublime miss chalice introducing her and she's got new gameplay Sorry. mechanics miss blime miss blime miss chalice is so much fun to play as you know cuphead mugman take more of a horizontal approach with their fighting miss chalice spices up with some more verticality the boss fights are all new original interesting they look brilliant the music's brilliant bootlegger boogie big shout outs to that song which ash you might remember because we do. streamed it with the with it the great. with the spider and all the insects and stuff absolutely fantastic the the sort of twist at the end and it's like i'm not so i'm not saying anything about it but it's like when it happens you're like oh of course that happens but the build-up to it i was fully like no like you know I oh it's just so good I love Cuphead and this is just more fantastic Cuphead and you just cannot it's just oh for anybody listening I am genuinely concerned being sat next to Rosie right now like I thought I was going to get punched in the face <laughs> Eddie she used the word blooming <laughs> twice she mentioned sublime <laughs> and like flailing and I've just been waiting I've been this preparing is myself sublime <laughs> so good and the it. winner is sublime uh, uh, sublime's underrated game of the year award also <laughs> yeah. inscription which needs a shout out because inscription Description was all of those feelings that Rosie had about the DLC of, of Cuphead I had about Inscription and I just need to throw that in as well any other shout outs before I end this section I think we should end it I think we should we will just go on I'm cutting it wow you cut it in real life that was amazing now that's editing yeah that is that's how i that's how i work out these videos now right guys it's time now for the comments of the week these are going to be very fast because we've run over a lot by all of our chatting so we're going to have a choice few and we've got to get the song right first time so please take it away singers it's time it's time it's time for comments of the week 
perfect. It's getting now, better, isn't it? If you want to be in our lovely sing-songy comments of the week section for the hashtag pod squad. Pod squad. Pod squad. Thank you, everyone. Uh, all you have to do is put the hashtag pod squad. Pod squad. Pod squad. Pod squad. Yeah. Ooh, <laughs> the tongue <laughs> uh, on your comment on YouTube on social media and it will be added to a list that Alex peruses like a community communicator <laughs> a community coordinator who goes through and selects the very best the most interesting the weirdest for our reading pleasure at this point in the podcast so if you have any interest in that please do leave hashtag pod squad pod squad pod squad Oh dear. Oh. <laughs> I was so late, I just. I don't know saying it now, is there? Upon the comment, and thou shalt be reviewed. Hopefully. Not, it's not guaranteed. <laughs> uh, so, to start us off, we have Avi saying hashtag VOD squad and hashtag pod squad here. Pod squad. <laughs> well done, Rob. You made up for it there. <laughs> <Thank you>. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a Midlands viewer. Midlands. He says, uh, don't apologise for us, Rob. We are stupid. I'm proud. <laughs> <laughs> we are all wordsmiths, but we got big arts. Absolutely <laughs> true. Absolutely Boston comment there, Avi. Thank so you. So, what's the comment? It's uh, because when we were in the Beating the Backlog podcast, um, I think I was talking about being from the Midlands and that my accent sounded really thick. And you were like, oh, God, don't say that about the Midlands people. And I was like, no, we are all stupid. And Avi agrees. (laughs) So. <laughs> and, uh, like I have to apologise again now, aren't I? <laughs> <laughs> we absolutely we'll do comment. not condone this opinion on PlayStation Access. I represent all of the Midlands, and everyone is thick. So <laughs> only in the only in the accent. Sorry, we're sorry. <laughs> only it's in not the true, accent. and we don't think that. I got a star in my A levels, so. In what? In what? <laughs> in my A levels? Yeah, but yeah, but it's what? actually a lie. I only got three A's but I didn't get A-star. I got A's in film studies, in English literature, and fine What is this art. Ashes bragging podcast? <laughs> All we've had today is brags. I got six six A-stars, juicy. That's it. The weight of that one is so heavy, I nearly dropped uh. my tablet. Uh, but yes, moving on. Not everybody from the Midlands is thick. We just sound it, uh. is, the, is the joke. Uh, this is from Studium, who is telling us about how they beat the backlog, which is, I've been planning on making a huge set of index cards and three stamps. I'll print a nice card for every game on the list with online ratings for difficulty, time to complete, trophy counts and publishing stats. Swallow some spit. <laughs> the, stamp set, the stamps say, done, finished, and the third has a platinum trophy image. Then I'll stamp the game card with the relevant stamp when I'm done. It makes the backlog tangible manageable and completable. That's insane. This is to be my new strat and I hope that it will return some sense of joy and achievement to me. Which is really, sounds like a really dark last <laughs> sentence. God. That's like insane a... but mad respect for the organisation. Oh God, I'm stressed. I feel stressed. exhausted just listening to that. <laughs> yeah. uh, if I had to do that every time I finished a game then <laughs> my yeah. backlog would just be growing even longer. I feel yeah. like organising the backlog is now on the backlog. Yeah. So, uh, like, I might play a game so, oh no I haven't done the cards. Oh, oh God. I can't, I can't finish that one. Oh, I need to do the research. My God, well, Studium, if it if it works for you, then do it. That's great. I am terrified of you. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Bye. In the nicest way. I love that level of organisation. I aspire to that level of organisation, yeah. and I would love an index card for every game I've ever played with the ratings and the platinums on it because it would make it so satisfying. But do I have the patience? No, I barely have the time to play the games. So I, I just want to see it is what I want to do. Yeah. I want to witness it. And Put go. it on the fridge. Yeah, that's lovely. That's lovely, that is. Um, we also have 
Tyler Dern saying hashtag pod squad. Pod squad. squad. Thank you guys. I love the idea of booting up old saves for a stream. Yeah. I do as well. Yeah. The only problem is I, I have no idea where any of my memory cards are. Yeah. I don't know if anyone has. Rosie, you have got yours, right? I think my brother's got them. Yeah. I think Get he, them back. I think I saw him talking about them and I think I remember seeing my original Kingdom Hearts 2 save file which has hours of me just running around beating up Nobodies and Heartless and defeating Sephiroth. So I love that they're called nobodies. Every time you say it, I'm like Rosie, and then I'm like, oh, heartless <laughs> and nobodies. I love a PS1 memory card. I think my brother's got those as well. I have my PS1 memory card. It's oh. just got Sly Raccoon on it like ten times, and then that's uh, PS2. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> well, I actually showed myself up. <laughs> Spyro's what's on it then? There you go. <laughs> yeah, it was a really anxious thing. Like it's only 15 blocks on a PS1 memory card. I remember five of mine were taken up by Vagrant Story because it was just such a massive... All the file mm. sizes were Always huge. Always Vagrant yeah. Story with you. Yeah. Let's tell another story. <laughs> it's been a Vagrant Story about five times, maybe. You made a over... whole video on it? That was one of the times. <laughs> <laughs> and this is another one of the times now. <laughs> I'm, I'm just doing a little joke. <laughs> <laughs> very touchy about Vagrant Story. <laughs> you are, seemingly. Right, we are running a little long in this pod, so I'm going to finish up our, our, our comments there and move on to Before We Go. Okay, it's Before We Go. A nice little visit to the land of world outside of gaming. But first, a small tease. Is that like a like a type of a subtype of Malteser? A small teaser. Small teaser. Oh, I'd love a small teaser. I would love a small teaser. Maltesers are inherently Christmassy. Do you agree? I think they're for all year round. All year round. For all year round, but you like like Twiglet. Twiglets are for all year round. But they're Christmas. There's like a special they become more special at Christmas. Yeah, you get the box. You get the box. I was gonna say bag all year round. Box, Box at Christmas. Christmas. J2O's at Christmas, sparkly. Very Christmas. Never ever heard of that. No. No, neither. No. no. I didn't uh, even know you could get a sparkly J2O. Yeah, no. yeah it's called like Sparkleberry or something. Blimey. Yeah, anyway, the, the tease is we're going to talk about Christmas. <laughs> That's why we moved on to Christmas. Because before we go, maybe a little drier than usual, as we've spent so much time doing things. <laughs> Yes, we have. <laughs> we've been doing things. I mean, I, <laughs> we've been doing Christmas things. Yeah. We have, we have filmed yesterday. We completed filming on this year's Christmas series. And we did have pizza. We did. Mm. To celebrate. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Although we overran, so we had to have the pizza midway through the filming. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Which is... Uh, yeah. But it was still, we did. We we've did it. A, we've, we've done had it. A fun, a fun couple of weeks yeah. filming it. And it has been really fun. It has been will, a great time. You will all see what we've made for you very soon. Yeah. And that's the small tease over. No more. Yeah. Okay. So what Can we you have guys the mall teasers now? Yeah. Uh, I was just going to talk about um, 1899, which I've been enjoying is, on, on Netflix. Is that a game? No, it's a Netflix show. Okay, good. <laughs> <laughs> I've seen two episodes of it, so please no spoilers. I will, won't, won't spoil it. All I'll say is that it is from the makers of Dark. The best show ever made. Which is a fantastic show. I don't know, Rosie or Ash, if you've seen Dark. No, I, I think, Ash, we've told you to watch Dark I before. tell everyone to watch Dark. It is fantastic. And no one ever does. That's because I get told all the time what to do. But you have to watch and Dark. And then I go home and I'm like, you know what? I'm going to do what I want. But you have to watch Dark. 
Don't uh, watch Dark. I have yeah, watched that, a bit of Dark. Okay. I have. I have. Because Rob's power over me is like, he's like, watch, listen to Uncanny. His and I'm power like, okay. over you. <laughs> uh, the stress dreams come in and Rob's there going, do this. <laughs> watch Dark. <laughs> so I have seen a bit of Dark, but I saw it. I saw it before I worked here, actually. Um, if it was out then, I don't know. I feel like yeah, I, I think so. It's yeah. quite, it's quite, it's quite old at this point. Well, it's um, not yeah. all of it though, just the first bit. Eighteen ninety nine is from the makers of Dark, which Rob and I high, hold in extremely high regard, and is um, similarly uh, mysterious and sci fi and just a just a great a big kind creepy of as physics well. mystery, mm-hmm. creepy, yeah, very creepy. It's really, really good. It's really well made. And um, <clears throat> Dark was uh, a German show, everyone with all with German-speaking cast. Now, the, uh, 1899 is, has all kinds of... Uh, it's set on a... I think it's okay to say it's set on a, a cruiser, like a... What do you call it? Like a what do you call cruise it? A ship. A cruise ship. Thank you. From in in eighteen ninety nine. A cruiser. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and um, so there are all kinds of nationalities on there, and they all speak in their language, which is a really interesting thing, actually. Like everyone is speaking. Not everyone can understand everyone else. It kind of all plays into the mystery and how they have to figure it out together. It's a it's a great show. It's only. Uh, the first series that's out now on Netflix. There will be more. Is what they're saying subtitled? So do you know everything? Yes, if it's not yes. in English, yeah. Yeah. Okay, so some cool. of it's in English and some of it's in other languages. German and Spanish and Japanese oh. and Cantonese. It's great. So you've got a, a nice little bit of um, oh, what's the word? Dramatic irony for the audience. I don't actually know what that means. I didn't get an. I uh, didn't get three A levels. At a. A so, grade. A grade. A grade. Not A star, though. No. Some from the Midlands. Uh, <laughs> it's uh, that that thing where the audience knows more than the characters right. do. Mm. Yes. In plays, usually. Yeah. It's a really interesting mechanic. Just the, the specifically people, you being able to understand every, every, what, what everyone's saying and them not being able to understand each other is really cool and interesting. Made me think a lot. Mm. And just think about how mad it is now that language is much less of a barrier because of Duolingo and Google and <gasps> you know you can literally go abroad now and just hold your camera phone up to Donde esta la biblioteca? <laughs> where is the library Aquí. it's here thank you for translating <laughs> 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 anyway so yes I, I've been really enjoying that and cool. I highly recommend it Nice. Rose, you've been watching Wednesday as well, haven't you? I have, you? yeah. I started watching Wednesday because yeah. I was wrapping up some presents. And, like, you know, I like to just have a show on in the background. I had it on my phone. So I was just like, oh, what can I put on? I was like, you know what? I'll put on Wednesday because I was interested by it from the trailer. And, uh, yeah, I'm really enjoying it. It's like a, a fun... It's taken a turn I didn't wasn't expecting it to because you know the Adams family's all been like you know spooky and they're creepy and they're cruelly <laughs> and stuff yeah. and they definitely are creepy and cruelly things but it's kind of focusing more on a mystery at the moment mm. uh, so I don't want to delve into like what it is but it's um, obviously it's all focusing around Wednesday herself um, and there's like a mystery going on in the school that she's been transferred to um, and they've also kind of dabbling into a bit of kind of like high school sort of like dramas as well which I wasn't expecting at all it's been a long time since I've watched a show that kind of has like high school dramas and stuff so, I love high school dramas so when I saw that I was just and obviously it's Wednesday Adams so you know it's going to be a, an interesting turn on like how the high school dramas play out and stuff um, but no I'm having a really good time with it and I was also interested because the music's done by Danny Elfman mm. who did The Nightmare Before Christmas which is 
one of my favourite films of all time. Yeah, um, well, it's Timmy B on the director mm, as well, isn't it? So, um, so yeah, I was super enjoying, and I'm really enjoying it so far. I haven't finished it yet, but I'm really enjoying it at the moment. I haven't started it yet. It's on my list of things to watch. Um, I've just been busy. busy. <laughs> well, with with Christmas busy. plans, I would just want to give a. Sh- I've seen a little bit of Wednesday, and I want to give a shout out to the Thing actor. Oh my God, the Thing is like the be- the the best part of it I love <laughs> the thing so much every time I'm always just like he does a little hand motions and gestures I'm like yeah. I know exactly what you're portraying right now it's just done really well <laughs> it is really done uh, done really well and I've seen some behind the scenes uh, photos of yes. my video of things actor and it because at first I just thought it was just definitely CG but it's actually a hand a green a I'd love to see those uh, I didn't know they existed but I'd love to see that yeah I love just doing mo- like you know puppeteering and stuff. I love yeah. that kind it's of stuff. It's literally so. just a man. I mean, it's just his hand, obviously. Yeah. And then they like digitally remove the rest of him. Yeah, and the, but they've but like added a little it. prosthetic for the wrist, so it like yeah, yeah the wrist yeah, this, yeah. yeah. Right. It's very good. Let's end. Okay. Because that's a nice point to end on the creepy hand. So, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right, everyone, thank you so much for joining us for our Game of the Year podcast. This has been the PlayStation Access podcast, and we'll be back again in a couple of weeks with a very special Christmas episode. So, come to the YouTube channel and see some lovely things. I almost stumbled over that then. Come to the YouTube channel and see some lovely things, lovely videos that we're making, things that we're talking about. If you're already on the YouTube channel, hello, stick around. We have plenty of videos for you to watch, and we'll be back very soon. Thanks for watching. Bye. Bye.